are you working? What kind of work do you do? For the midweek podcast, small school draft edition. I'm Will Connerly. He's Charlie Bornoff. He's also Robert Fry. He's also Ryan Kelleher. And we're excited um, to draft small schools. If you were with us last week, we previewed all the top 25 teams according to D1 Baseball. Well, this week we will select it's five rounds of a draft. We'll give you the details brought to you by yours truly, Charlie Bornoff, in a moment. Uh, but we'll each uh, draft five teams. Um, small school teams that are not ranked in the preseason poll and that are not in the power five. So we're going to give some of the small schools love, uh, some of which will likely make the NCAA tournament and still be very relevant uh, within the landscape of division one baseball this year. So a very important episode. And we hope you guys tap in and enjoy not only myself and Charlie, but a couple of guests that have taken their time uh, to join us this evening as well for this podcast. So I cannot wait to get it started. But first, we're going to have Chucky e. Cheese give us the ground rules um, a little bit for those that are maybe new to the midweek podcast. We did do this same exact thing a season ago. And yes, Charlie is the reigning champion uh, from last year. So Charlie, uh, take it away with some of the ground rules before we dive into this with a full head of steam. Thank you, William. So the reason we do this in the first place for the new listeners is because just like big girls, small schools need love too. And so after saying that, we're going to thank Robert and Ryan for taking time out of their day to help come with us on this journey. And we're going to run through the ground rules, okay? So it is a five-round draft, like Will said. No top 25, according to D1 Baseball in the preseason poll. And no Power 5 schools, because Power 5, they already get enough love, they have enough fans. With that being said, it is snake draft, and the order will be Will, Robert, Ryan, myself. So I'll get the wraparound. And then the rules, one point for any win during the season, two points for a series win, three points for a sweep. That also applies for at the end of the year if they win their playoff conference championship or they also get a tourney berth into the uh, field of 64. And then five points for regular season conference champs because I think since it's more regular season in the first place, it makes sense that regular season conference champ gets the most points out of this. That is that's all factual. So before we do that, we just want to welcome uh, the other two young men to the podcast, one of which is Robert Fry and one of which is Ryan Kelleher. Uh, would you two gentlemen just briefly introduce yourself to our listeners uh, before we get going? Yeah, I'm uh, Robert Fry and, you know, I'm a big fan of college baseball. If you follow me on Twitter at Robert Fry for uh, you should see how big of a fan of college baseball I am. Uh, yeah, and I'm Ryan Kelleher. Uh, I am the East Coast representative of this uh, this podcast special, located out of the most painful baseball city of Boston. Um, follow me on Twitter at Ryan Kelleher04 uh, if you want to see some random things that I like because I don't there really tweet. Go. There you go. That's good business by both of you to plug in the Twitters. I like that. And the yeah. likes, the the likes are honestly slept on. You can you can tell a lot <laughs> about a person uh, by what they like, and so that's pretty cool. And I I must say I like all the gentlemen we're with tonight. So bef- let's get started, Charlie. Um, is it just me getting on the timer? Um, is that yeah. what we're gonna do? I I mean, no timer really, but. I'm, oh. up with, I'm up with the first pick, correct? You know what we should have done? We really messed up on this. We should have added the NFL uh, pick is in music. That would have been great. <laughs> yeah. It's always next year. That's true. Notes for next year. Yeah. 
there's always something called post. There's always something called post production too. But I don't think we're going to do that. Um, We're just going to rock with it. All right, Will, you're up, man. So I am up, and I guess we're just going to go right into it. And I'm going to pick Georgia Southern as my first pick in the small school draft. You said Georgia Southern, I assume? That's what I said, yeah, Georgia Southern. Not a bad pick. I do worry about that conference, though, and how stacked it's going to be this year. But not a bad pick whatsoever. They're a loaded team and are built for that kind of deal. They are, and they've had they've had history, recent history of success as well. And yeah. unlike uh, I think I've got, I got blessed last year um, with the first pick, and I had Southern Miss, who ultimately was a highly ranked team and is in this year's preseason poll. Um, but yes, Georgia Southern, a team who I think can have postseason success as well. Uh, picking up some of those points. And you're right, a loaded conference, but, you know, I'm a big fan of the belt. I'm a big fan of their head coach. So I'm looking forward to it. That's fair. Robert Ryan, got any comments? Oh, I mean, I think I think that's a good pick. Um, it's just that that conference is going to be a heck of a conference. Um, it is. The freeze was dramatic. And again, George Southern. It was good. very dramatic. All right, Robert, I guess you're up then, man. Well, I guess with with my pick, um, might be a little surprising, but um, you know, given that they lost some guys, they still have a great core around them. Um, gonna go to the Northeast for Ryan. I'm gonna pick the Yukon Huskies. Oh shit, that's a good pick. That's a really good pick. Like that. I pick them because they're bringing back pre preseason pick of the year, Ian Cook. Um, and then on the All Big East team, they had Ben Huber, like a team in RBIs, and they also have Derek Schultz and Corey Jr. Like they're they're going to hit and they're going to pitch. No, they do have a great team still. I still I still have. I'm still mad that we didn't get to see them last year with a healthy Reggie Crawford, because that team could have done some serious damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. That one hurts. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> that one hurts. Uh. Okay, well, with the third pick, um, you know, this was kind of maybe expected to go in this draft. Um, Aaron Rodgers, circa 2012, would be happy if he was doing his celebration because I'm bringing back to the belt for this one. Uh, we are going to go to Texas State. Okay. Texas State, there you go. I, Two I teams like in the same conference, I like it. I'm challenging Will Connerly very early in the first round. I think Texas State has it. Um, and I think, I think I have a better pick than Will Connerly. Oh, I like that. It's Texas state's loaded. There's one other team in that conference that I would think about taking and you guys definitely took the top two ones though already for sure. Yeah. I mean, again, that's another team and that's like loaded with pitching Levi Wells, Zeke, Tristan Dixon, like they're going to pitch. Oh, for sure. They're going to, they're going to ball. All right. I'm up. So I'm going to take the same first round pick I took last year. Because I'm a basic bitch and I love the team. And they did lose two stars. For one is a friend of the pod, one was a great pitcher. But the thing is, they return a great pitcher in Cade Keeler. I'm taking the Campbell Camels. So they not only return him, they have tons of pitching to help him out, especially in the bullpen. Guys like Ty Cummins come to mind. And then also in the field, you return possible player of the year in the Big South with uh, Drake Pearson. You bring back Jared Belbin. You have a lot of guys that are still there. You, you do lose first round pick in Neto. You lose a comp round pick in Harrington, but the team's still loaded. And like Robert, you know this, we all know this. My strategy usually is 
I want as little competition as possible so I can build up those wins. And Campbell's in the Big South, and they're probably going to run. Their only other competition is upstate, and I think they're going to run upstate anyways. So Campbell's my first pick. I have some options. Can you, can you make a camel noise for us? What the hell does a camel sound like? I don't know. I could do a Joe Camel impression, like tell kids to smoke cigarettes. No, no, no. Give us, give us a camel, a camel the animal sound. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I got you, boys. Hold on a second here. This is... We're, but he's buying time for that snake round. He's buying time for that he's little snake. Snakey, snakey. He's probably doing some quick little research. All right, for sure. Okay. <laughs> Who to pick in my second round slash camel noise? <laughs> that's that's what I've learned. So that's why there we go. There you go, Ryan. Thank you. Um, my shit. Do I want to? I'm between um, two teams, and I'm just worried if I don't know if they're gonna come back to me. I think they could. Ah, oh, shit. Oh man. Um. Oh my god. I'm going to go with. Yeah, I'm gonna roll the dice. I'm taking UCF for my second pick. Okay, UCF yeah, off the board. UCF, they've got, they've got Jack Leiter's cousin, Cam Leiter, who's going to be a really promising young arm for them. They've got a promising, very talented backstop in McCabe, who's going to bolster the lineup for sure. They have tons of experience on the team overall, and they were injured last year, and so that's another thing. They underperformed, but they still played pretty damn well, and with they're fully healthy, I'm scared what they can do. Drew Farratt is a shortstop who's going to be fucking electric for them. And then Rudy, Rudy Gomez was supposed to not pitch a lot for them last year, but he actually played pretty well. And if he, I assume he's going to take another step forward and could be a really big arm for UCF. And I like how they stand in that conference. So I'm rocking with the Golden Knights. Also, Blake Boyles is from there, and you got to support a guy who wants to work construction and rip cigs all day. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, I have two teams I really want to take. Um, I, think, I think I'm taking one from you right now. I was on well, this was the crazy thing is like I was on deck and I was hoping that the inning would continue and I would get <laughs> that Charlie Bornoff uh, would not take either of these two. And I have one that I don't think either of you guys are gonna take. Um, but I have one that I feel like one of you guys might take, but I have one that I want more than the other. Either way, I'm hoping I get both, but I will mention the first one now because I only have one pick. Wait, this, Will, Ryan, Will, Will, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan's up. Oh shoot! I still gotta wait. Do I? Yeah. Get it's not you. You should have let him talk. Then I would just taken it. I true. I know. <laughs> but also, wait. Do do I get two picks in a row then too? Yes, you do. Oh, okay, You'll get your okay, second okay, and okay, third okay. back to back. Okay, it's like Real fantasy quick, football. Ryan, snake before draft. you go, did anybody else have UCF on their list? Or did I reach for that? I'm curious. I didn't. I did. They weren't. In- <laughs> That's okay. Twenty. They were. Oh, extra five. Interesting. Okay. We'll see how that plays out then. Oh, I might have man. a list of like six schools on my <laughs> um you went for 20. Got it. Um well this school this school <laughs> is on my list, and I really have a feeling that Will Connerly team down. Um, just knowing him. I'm going to go south to Charlotte and take Charlotte off the board. They were on my list. Yep, Charlotte was on my list. They're a list. There, I mean, that's a good pick. Good value in the second yeah. round. I mean, storied success. And so what? They have great success, but their big gamble is they have a huge uh, transfer class coming in. So they have a lot to prove. It's true. But they have talent. 
returned a lot of talent too. They still even they lost some big names in Knight and McKay, but they still have a lot of guys back. And why? Why only have a 49ers team on, you know, the West Coast, right? <laughs> it's exactly we, we like having 49ers out east too, you know. Exactly. The the 1949 gold rush was rather expansive. So I love it. <laughs> I I like it, you know. I guess I'm up, right? Yes, you are. Ooh, I almost I dodged a bullet. Jump the gun. Um I get the this, two. Oh, this sorry. again. <laughs> This again, I feel like might be a surprise pick, but I personally think like they're going to run the table. Um, you know, they're playing a relatively weak conference and they're returning most, if not all of their team. Um, and I mean, looking at their preseason team, I'm taking the Wofford Terry. Oh, oh man, that was who I was about to say. Oh man, they're about to three peat no, in that conference. A, that's a great that's, pick. I, I'm embarrassed oh, that I did not have I literally. Them. I was debating off, picking him Luke first. Stevens. Oh, that's a good pick, Robert. I'm not gonna lie; I kind of forgot about them. Saul Stevens, they're Amy Martinez. They have Trey Younger. Like they're just going to dominate SoCon, in my opinion. It's a great. That's a great pick. They are. That is an incredible pick. Nah, man, that is kudos to you. I was literally about to pick him before it wasn't even my turn. So well, can I guess your second. Can I guess one of your picks? Go ahead. Because you're up. That's one. I feel like is Davidson going to be one of these two picks? No. Oh, what the fuck? Okay. Notes are wrong. Wow. I'm a little surprised by that, personally. Well, now it might be. (laughs) 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 Okay, no. But I'm going to do a pick, and it's going to take me to the Midwest, and it's going to take me to the state of the land of Lincoln, and it's going to take me a little bit south, and it's going to take me to a school that I think should have a lot of success in the conference. That is the Missouri Valley, Southern Illinois. Well, yep, they're off the list now. They uh, just, are sorry, SIUC, I assume, right? Or E, which one? Oh, there's no question about it. It's Southern Illinois. There's oh, only plus one you, of them. You, you said Missouri Valley, anyways. That's on me. My bad. Yeah, you're you can cool. continue. I didn't interrupt you. Oh no, you're good. You're cool. It's the Salukis, though. Good to confirm it. Good to confirm it. Um, they're going to win the Missouri Valley, in my opinion. I know that Missouri State, Evansville, there's some good teams in that league. Yeah. Indiana State, don't sleep on them. Uh, but I think that you, you've got a ton of guys back on this Southern Illinois. I mean, most of their key position players and pitchers are back, and that's why I'm very excited and very enthusiastic that Robert Fry, I'm sure, had to cross Southern Illinois off his list just now. So I'm excited about uh, picking Southern Illinois. It's a good pick, man. I have them on my list too, and also I had them. I had them uh, ninth on my list. That's good. So uh, I was like, you know, I think I can get them in the third round, but I guess I was yeah. wrong. You weren't far off though, and plus, a big thing for SAUC is they returned six bats that hit 300 or better from a year ago. Yeah, that's huge. The pitching's a little questionable, but those bats are going to carry. They are. They are going to carry. And now I have another pick, right? Yes, correct. Oh, I'm nervous now. Because, wait, this will be – so I'll have two picks left after this. Correct. Plus the toilet team. Or lovable losers, as we're saying, I guess. But I want to take a team, and it's not Davidson, and I want to take a team that I know Charlie Bornoff loves. 
and I'm unfortunately going to do it. Oh, I know exactly you're taking. Yep. I'm sorry, but it's a team with four letters. UCSB. They're going to be off the board. That was my wagon last year, William. That was my wagon. They're going to be a team that has success. Okay. Oh, I feel I feel better now that Robert would have taken them if you hadn't. So I knew that they they were getting back to me regardless. I would have taken them right away. Yeah. Okay. The Gauchos. I mean, let's think about what they win in conference last year. 27 and three a season ago in the conference that we know as the Big West. They've got a nice class coming in. Whew. I mean, they're going to be good. I- I'm excited that I got them in yeah. the third round. Um, so great, great it'll, it'll be nice. I mean, Carter Benbrook is back, who who's a preseason All-American pick after missing 2022. Um, the Big West is a slept-on conference. I mean, Damn I'm not right saying, is, brother. I'm not saying they're a top twenty. Uh, they're probably a top twenty, but I'm not saying they're a top ten, top five conference. But they're solid. Like you cannot sleep on the Big West. Like, you know, I have them in that conversation with um, some other conferences, like the Big East. You know, <laughs> the Sun Belt, the Southern, right, Missouri Valley. Like, I don't. I wouldn't say it's quite Conference USA or the American. But it's solid, you know. It's 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 no, you know, go down the list or swack or Ivy League, right? So yeah. I think it's a good conference, but they, I think they're toward the top of the table in it, and I expect them to be good again. I'm excited about that pick for sure. No, it's, a, it's a great pick. Treat him well. That's all I ask. Treat him with love. Make sure they're okay. Check up on them. You got yeah, it. you know, you want to do what you on that end, but uh, that's fine. Uh, um, you know, obviously. If I wasn't going to take UC Santa Barbara, I'm still going out west. Maybe oh, not Robert. that far west. Okay. But uh, one of them has a uh, potential top five draft pick. Um, really good okay. team overall. But yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go uh, Grand Canyon. Canyon. Oh, you bastard! Great pick though. Jacob Wilson's a dog. I love Jacob Wilson. Yeah, Jacob Wilson's going to carry that team. But also they have. They still have Connor Markle. They have Daniel Avita. Like they're he slept on again. Homer Bush Jr. Yeah, he is. Yes, so, he is going to be. I'm a he big. He's going Dan- to be very. No, that's a great pick. I'm a big Avita guy. I think he's criminally slept on. I think he's going to do some. I mean, I think he's going to tear it up <laughs> this year. That was taken out of my mouth. I was, I was had that one locked and loaded. I was going to say Grand Canyon. Um. But now I'm going to stretch here. Um, this is a team. Oh, for, first, I'd like to say the Grand Canyon is very far west. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, maybe not that far west. That's very far west. <laughs> it's true. Granted, I'm in Massachusetts. That's and you're far like, east. I'm west. Maybe not that far. That, Arizona's still out there. Um, but I'm gonna go even further west. <laughs> as far possible that you could be from like the most furthest point you could be from where I am right now in the country, probably. You going um, to Alaska? No, the continent's the United <laughs> States. I'm going to San Diego. Oh, you, San Diego. you bastard. Oh, so wait, which one? San Diego State? San Diego State. Okay. This is a team that was extremely disappointing last year, but they were young. And now they've turned around and have a lot of guys who are now draft potential. 
Sure. I think they'll turn it around. And I stretched on this pick, but I think San Diego State will come out. That's okay. Hey, you got to stretch out right now. You got to keep the muscles loose. Anybody else have thoughts on it or can I go? Go. I mean, I like it. I like the pick. I do. Um, they like finished it. last year. They finished 219 in overall rankings. Horrible. They had a terrible record of 18 and 38. But like I said, they were young. It's true. In youth, they're going to be led by be led by a utility man, Cole Carrick, who can end up taking them to the promised land. I believe because I've literally seen this man play every single position. He he is he he is a dog with a capital D. D O double G baby. All right, I'm staying in the same city as our good dear friend Ryan here, and I'm taking the WCC, uh, preseason protected champs, and I'm taking San Diego. As my third round pick, you've got Kevin Sim, the number one draft prospect in that league. You also have the fact that I said the favorites, Gavin Darcy is one of the best, fre- probably the, arguably the best freshman this year. Even though they have Peyton Gubbler, I think Darcy could be nasty. You also have on the mound, you have where well, I'm looking. I'm looking at the wrong spot. Where am I at? You've got Cole Kitchen out the right, out the right hand side, and you have Jack Costello. I like what they have going on there. They were good last year. I think they'd be good again. I like it. So we're hoping all is well in San Diego. That's what we're yes, hoping. Sir. At least uh, uh, half of this podcast. And LA is overrated. Go San Diego. Stay classy, San Diego. Damn right. And then, <laughs> and then with my fourth round pick, I'm taking a team close to home. And they were very good last year. They made the tournament, actually. I think they're going to run through the Ohio Valley. And I'm taking the Southeast Missouri State Red Hawks. I, I love it. I They would have been picks. They would have been picked. They, and that was a fir- I had a first round pick grade on them. They were a fringe one. So I was like, okay, no one, if I was like, no one's going to take him in that second round. I was like, or then I was like, back to back third round. I was excited. Jav- they've got Javon Mason back. Ty Stouse, Will, someone we saw a lot of in the Carshield Collegiate League, has a lot of talent. He's going to be their primary catcher this year. Peyton Leaper is going to be an impact bat. They're, ha- all, like I said, OVC, not elite, never have been, probably really won't ever be as a true conference. They returned plenty of talent. One of high school teammates, Anthony Klein, pitches for them. Shout out to Klein. Kyle Miller will be a very big key arm for them, and some of their arms are also young and promising, so I'm really excited. To... Also gives me a reason to drive down to Cape Girardeau and watch some games this year. No, no, they'll be great. They're, they yeah. should, they should. They've dominated that league for a while now, um, yes. so that's just a, a quality pick by Charlie Bornoff. It really thank is. You. Thank you, thank you. All right, Ryan, you're up, man. Back, back at it. Oh, it's back to Ryan, yep. Yeah, not I you, Will. jump the gun not again. You will. Not you, Will. Uh, <laughs> oh, will, I'm going to ask you a question. Where did I go to school? You go to a school named UMass. So UMass, unfortunately, has a terrible baseball team. But what conference are they in? The Atlantic 10. The Atlantic 10. I'm going to take the team who I think is going to come out victorious in the Atlantic 10, which is Davidson. It's a good yep. pick. I was waiting for them to come best, off the board. Best catcher in the country. Damn that right. is true. And they just had the best pitcher. Arguably on the East Coast. Great leader. He's going to probably hit 400 in the A10 because the A10 is soft as shit this year. And I think Davis is going to take it all. And it's going to be an easy, that's easy a good pick. Ryan Wilson, I think, would be really good for them as well. And then also, great. I didn't, I don't know if you guys knew this, but. Some like the main reason for why like dudes will transfer out of da- uh, Davidson is because there's no grad program there. Yes, which I thought was interesting. Yes, kind of unfortunate. I think they should probably change that, but you know, teach their own. 
Well, I thought for sure you were going to take Davidson. I just know how much of a big Carrico guy you are. I thought you were going to take him for sure. But that's the thing. It's just a fact. Like, you know, I'm not even, I'm a big Carrico guy, but it's just a fact. He's the best, one of the best catchers in the country, you know? If you looked at college wins above replacement, Michael Carrico is number one in the country. Yeah, for sure. Not even close. All right, Bobby Data, who do you have Uh, in your fourth round? Yes. uh, I'm surprised they they felt this far. Um, You know, you could argue that maybe they're not as good a team as they've been in the past, but they are projected to win their conference. Oh, Um, man. They have a great front line. And I'm taking Louisiana Tech. Oh, yes. That's a good pick. I thought you were going to take somebody else. Oh man, and that's which that? Who was it? Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech. That's what I thought. That's a good pick, Rob. I like that. They were I, they were a wagon last year. They were actually like one of my top teams on my list. I just kept trying to shy them off because I want to get yeah their other teams. So that was a Bobby Dada. That was a pick. That was a pick for sure. Bobby Dada. Um, is it? Yeah, you got two picks now, Will. Okay. Well, we got four or five. five. All right, so we've we, we've all kind of done this trend, right, of, of wanting to head a certain direction when you look at your compass. There's north, south, east, and west. While I'll do the latter of those, head back west. It's actually going to be to the mountain west, and we're going to pick a team called UN. LV. Good pick. They're going to be on the top of the list and they're going to be on the top of the Mountain West as well. I'm really looking forward to this pick. Paul Skeens is no longer in this conference, so it's going to be dominated by every player on UNLV in my humble evaluation. I'm looking forward to your guys' reaction, if any, on that selection. Um, Mountain West is a good conference. Um, I think the Rebels are going to be a good team in it. And we have a battle going on because San Diego State also in that league. Yeah, I I had a fourth-round grade on, so I think you nailed it. Um, One of the best offenses in the country a year ago. Uh, They got a ton of talent. I will say this, though. Does the pitching worry you? Because they did have a 6.36 ERA last year as a team. But at the same time, my thought process is, like, if you're already at the ground floor, like, if you already hit, shit's hit the fan clearly for them on the pitching side, I don't see them being worse. I think they can simply only improve from that. I think that's a good question. But when you got guys like Ryan Charles, you know, in the outfield, and you've got uh, Williams in the infield, like I just think their offense is just going to exceed it, right? Santiago Panera or Panero, excuse me. Austin Kreisukek, how you ever say his name in the outfield yeah. as well. I mean, those are legit names. Um, I think that they're going to, they returned 15 guys. Um, won the title. I got 21 conference wins a season ago. So yeah, I think that they have a strong group of returners. I'm looking forward to seeing how they do, but that's a, that's a conference to watch out for. I know San Diego yeah. state Fresno state air force and, and a team that was getting a little bit of notoriety in the mountain West preseason poll was San Jose state. They actually got a couple of the first place votes in that conference as well. So I think it's kind of a league maybe that I didn't follow as closely other than one player a season ago who was the quote-unquote Shohei Otani of college baseball last year. Now that he's no longer in this league, I still think there's some things to follow um, going on in that league for sure. Yeah, I like the pick. 
Well, you you love the uh, the four letter teams this uh, this year. You've got three of them so far. I do. SAUC, UCSB, UNLV. Yeah, should we make it another though? Maybe. Powers in your hands, man. Well, we're not going to make it another. And this is going to be a very interesting pick because this was a team that kind of got gutted in some ways um, a little bit by by the transfer portal. Um, but, but a team that had a losing record in their conference last year. I'm picking them. Tulane is my pick. Oh, okay. What's your reasoning? Well, my reasoning is that they did add some pieces that excite me. And in the American, I think that they're going to be a team that other teams are going to take lightly. No one wants to go down to New Orleans and play some good baseball. I think Tulane is going to do a really good job. And they do have a really good group of guys that were young last year. They were young. And they. I think that you look at what they're going to be able to do. You you think it's a questionable pick because it's the American Athletic Conference, right? It's a good one. There's a lot of damn good teams, but I think that what we ha- you have to do to gather points is you have to pick a team in a legit enough conference to potentially make a run, and I think that they're more legit than some other teams we've taken. The issue is East Carolina's in their league. I get it. Houston's in their league. I get it. UCF's in their league. I get it, which Charlie Bornoff took. And I felt like Tulane, a team on my list, was the next best team in that league. I wanted to have that league represented. And I think that they're going to be able to pick up some wins, especially with a lighter non-conference schedule, at least for the green wave. So that's it's going to be interesting. I mean, this is the nation's seventh best conference, according to RPI. So it's it's going to be you better bring everything when you're playing in this league. But I do like what they have. And I know that Dylan Carmouche was also a preseason pick, a lefty who's a really good pitcher and was a first team All-American pitcher a season ago, had five wins, 87 strikeouts and 90 innings. So I like what he can do kind of at the top of the rotation as well. And, and you also have this, a first-year head coach. You never know what type of magic that can bring under Jay Ullman, who begins his first season. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm all about Tulane. I know they lost to big transfers, but I think they're going to get after it, Charlie. That's fair. Um it's a risky gamble. I hope it does not work out for you because I have UCF. But we'll see. Only time will tell. Robert, yeah. what's Robert? You're up, man. So uh on the same boat of a first year head coach. You know, I'm gonna go go back east. Um, you know, go to the great state of Virginia, an opponent of David's in the A10. I'm gonna go Virginia Commonwealth. Ooh, VCU, baby. And they said VC who? I like that one. Okay. I mean, they had some players last year. Let's not forget that. No, I was they they lost Tyler Locklear, their their offense. Yeah. But you know, I'm a big proponent of great pitching. They return their ace Campbell Ellis, and they return almost all of their entire uh rotation and staff. They only lose two That's arms big. from last year. And as a team, they had a three nine one ERA. So I'm taking the VCU Rams. I like That's, it. I like that. Some good insight right there. It is, and and I like how you brought up um, 
and you go with that pick. I mean, we've got some great conference battles going on. Two A ten teams picked. You know, we're battle. I'm battling Kelleher in two different conferences. I'm battling Charlie in a conference. You guys are now going at it, and Robert and Ryan and Con- I love that. I think that's going to have us be engaged more in these leagues. That, oh, yeah. of course, is the whole purpose of this podcast, non Power Five, because all those conferences were represented in our podcast last week. But speaking of Tyler Locklear, I can't wait till he gets up with the Mariners because he's going to be. I mean, he's he's on track to be an MLB All Star in the next five years. Second round pick last year. I mean, I'm a big fan of what he could do. In every, in every single way, you know, I mean, he's already hit seven home runs in the minors. He only had 123 at bats. <laughs> so he he's a good player. Um, And I'm looking forward to it. Maybe a hot take with, with the 22 year old and what he can do in, in the next five to 10 years with the Mariners who have a young core anyway. So just had to throw that in. Locklear and Julio Rodriguez yeah, back to back. And the last thing I'll say about PCU is like East Carolina, they ended their season on a 16th, game conference winning streak that's big time especially with the way this points work in this league well vcu played umass and the day i graduated college um i thought about skipping the game <laughs> skipping my graduation to go watch the game because i want to see lockley play one more time before i went pro you should have done uh, it but let me tell you not a good conference so you tell me who you'd rather play Davidson has a little has a little edge to it because you have those Northeast schools coming down. VCU, it's a little bit colder in Virginia. You got the crosstown rivalry with v- Richmond that's happening. It's a little tough there, but you know, I'm excited to take on the A10 with you, Robert. I'm excited that being too. Said, that being said, I'm gonna head into my last pick of the uh, the regular round, um, and I'm I'm gonna pick a team that has one of my dear friends on it. Um, okay. This is someone who was a uh, a Cape leaguer the summer that Will Connerly was down the Cape with me and was back this year for the same Yarmouth Dennis Red Sox team. Uh, You know, his conference has gotten a little soft. There there aren't any power sluggers like Brooks Lee there anymore. There's uh, we're going to add it again with the big West. I'm going to the big West (laughs) and I am picking a top 53rd baseman's team. That pit, that player is Zach Liu from Cal State Fullerton. I am going That's to take it. the Titans and I'm going to ride with them to the Glory Land. It's great history, great program right there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yes, one sir. of the greatest programs ever. Yeah. Really. I mean they might have one of the best corner infields in uh college baseball. That's not me saying it. That's D one baseball buzz. It's fair. They they ranked Caden Caden Connor as a top fifty first baseman. They ranked Zach Liu as a top fifty third baseman. They you got know, some young kids Very solid catcher behind the plate. Ryan, That's, I'm glad you took them too. I am. I'm glad they're represented in this because, I mean, that's that's a pick right there. That's a good it's, pick. It might be their second or third year with their coach. So they're they're getting back into a group. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting a lot of popularity. A lot of popularity again. The conference has weakened itself a little bit. Yeah. So I think Cal State Fullerton is going to take me. Uh, all the way on the shoulders of Zach Liu and that little fisherman that he is. <laughs> I like it. I love that you, all of you guys are going to be duking out with each other, and I'm just here vibing in my own conferences pretty much, besides UCF, I guess. But I love it. And hey, how about – oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, all I was going to say is when when we talk about um, corner infields, 
Want to know a corner infield that's scary as hell? It's uh, the Wake Forest Demon Deacons with that's Nick true. Kurtz and Brock Wilkin. I just had to say that. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, I'm torn between two schools. I don't. I'm. Um... I'm going to go with what I vibe with more because I'm just debating between Alabama State because I did Jackson State last year. I'm just going to keep picking SWAC winners probably or College of Charleston. But I'm going to go with Alabama State and the Yellow, the yellow Jackets, I believe, right? That's out there or the Hornets. But either way, Alabama State is my pick. They are, like I said, the favorites to win the SWAC. And not only are they the favorites to win the SWAC, they return a lot of good players. Hunter May is their catcher. He's also the number two prospect in the SWAC. Gotta love that. They also, like I said, won the conference last year. Player of the year, Corey King is back too. Omar Melendez is probably gonna be like a baller for them on this t- the staff this year. A lot to like about the team, and then also Tommy Ray could be a big arm for them. So there's a lot to like about Alabama State what they're doing there in the swag. Swag is not whack. Uh, so take a crack at the swag. That was too much rhyming. I apologize. <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing it. The only team. I- so how do we feel about all our teams? Or should we do the the lovable losers before we talk about the everybody's draft? Um, yeah, let's do the love. Let's do love them. Let's love those losers. All right, then I will take mine, and I can't even call them a loser because this is their first year up in D one. They have a great football program. They have a lot of great athletic programs. Uh, not even an hour from my house, and that's the Lindenwood Lions, former GLVC opponent of us, Quincy Hawks. Here, I'm going with Lindenwood. First year since they haven't won a game yet in D one, they count for this because it's under ten wins. Well, that well, first of all, that's correct. Under ten wins, get it. But they did make the Division II World Series in 2017. Um, The goal of this is to have the quote unquote worst team possible, correct? You want to have really, we never really decided. I never personally went for that, but it's kind of like I choose it more like a a team I want to vibe with. Like last year, like North Alabama wasn't going to be good, but I was just vibing with them. So I'm vibing with Lindenwood. Okay. Well, I took a different route. That's okay. Sure. Go ahead. Make it your own. Will Connerly. If you want to talk about 2017, I was a junior in high school. I was a senior in high school. So we're not going to go all the way back to when I was a junior in high school <laughs> in Central Massachusetts for this one, okay? Like <laughs> I, I, 2017 championship run, don't even knock him for that one. Uh, I'll accept it as a lovable loser. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> well, yeah, it's their first year in D1. They're not going to be good. I mean, they, what if they are? Who knows? Then Charlie wishes he took him for the other draft. You no, know? I hope. I hope. Listen, I'm gonna root for Lindenwood, but I still hope when they play SEMA, they get their shit kicked in. I need those wins. It's a. I think it's a bad pick because you see those those guys can compete on Division two level, and yeah. I mean, I don't know. There there's some D two ballers out there. There are. I, I I live near a very very solid D two, uh, power conference in the NE ten. I I see guys that. Schools like Franklin Pierce and SNHU that are always putting up in their D2. Southern True. New Hampshire so, goes nuts. Southern New Hampshire could very much yeah. smack UMass. Like, there are schools up here in that play D2. So, yeah. I don't know. I think you, you there are some guys who have been there for three, four years at this school, maybe even five with COVID, who could hang, and then some transfers in the new program. Oh, so, yeah. Think, oh, yeah. That, you, you might have a bad, lovable loser. No, I well, love them. And that's the thing, like – you think about D2 powers like you, Tampa, they could go compete with D1s and they, they struggled to compete with our alma mater and Quincy University this past yeah. weekend. 
The 20th ranked Quincy University Hawks went and took two of three at the third ranked University of Tampa uh, this past weekend. So talk about some good D2 baseball. We were yeah. we're from it. You know, we're from Quincy. They're top. They're going to probably be in the top 10. You know, you think I mean, you think so? Well, they're 20th and they took two. Of three oh, that's two true. Three. That's true. But they play we'll a ranked team this weekend. I, so we'll I won't be do. upset. That doesn't oh, sound like a uh, a former hurler in Charlie Bornoff right there. Oh, oh, oh whoa, whoa, whoa. let's not get twisted. I wasn't hurling anything. I was sitting on the bench. <laughs> I, was a, I was a spectator. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I, I I am in a spot where I could very much ruin Will Connerly's night. <laughs> Shut up. I don't think I'm going to though. Oh mercy! I think I'm gonna let Will Connerly join the A10. Um, no, you're good. So you're leave. good. You're good. If really? You want to. If you want oh, to, I'm gonna leave that I... team anyways. I'm gonna go for the team that finished dead last in Division One last year. Oh, this is I know. Alcorn State out of oh. the swacky swacky. Welcome. They finished with two wins last year. It's terrible. Two wins. I will say I, Lindenwood for sure is getting more than two wins this year. <laughs> I knew he, exactly who you were going to say. You were going to say one of my favorite teams of all time. They were all my lovable losers for no other reason than they were the St. Bonaventure Bonnies. Other yeah. than that, there's no other reason. Uh, they were really bad last year. They were really bad the year before that. And that's why I had picked him last year. And I know Robert Fry is about to go and he's going to have a fire pick. Yeah, I already just know, but I just want to mention that St. Bonaventure Bonnie's was a lovable loser last year. And they also were five and 39 last year. I would um, like to point out that they were a basketball school. They had a mass exodus of were. guys. Um, Mark Schmidt put up an absolute fit during his contract negotiation with some rumors of him. Supposedly he was going to take a, uh, take a look at UMass before Frank Martin stepped in, but can you name who their most notable alumni in the sports world is? Oh, um, didn't Bob Lanier go there? No. Don't know. I'm thinking more or less he's not an athlete, but he's in the oh. sports world. Oh, I have no idea. He was pretty active know. last week, dropping some bombs on the timeline. Mr. Adrian Wojnarowski. Oh, Woj is a Bonnie oh, guy. Wow. I didn't know that. He's Woj a is a Bonnie. Bonaventure Bonnie. Okay. I was wow. I wasn't yeah. really sure, but quick fun fact for you. There you go. This is a good one. I mean, I thought you were gonna you were gonna go a different route, but yeah, Woj. Because Bob Lanier did go there, but Woj yeah. is pretty big. Didn't know that. 1971st overall pick. Bob yeah, Lanier, baby. Rob Lanier went there too. He got the whole family involved at the for, for the Bonnies. It's a family affair. It is, but Kelleher, that's a that's, that's a, a good knowledge pick. drop right there too. Yeah, we we talked so much about the team you didn't pick because <laughs> we were talking <laughs> about the ding Bonnies, but overall, the SWAC is a good conference to pick from for this. Indeed, Swacky. Robert Fry's uh, up to the plate now. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised they uh, it took this long for them to be picked but when you think about lovable losers you think oh my god they won like <laughs> yeah let's cheer for them so here's your fun fact this team has not won more than 10 games since 2014 oh my 
So that's how long we're going. Oh no. Back. So uh picking from the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference, the St. Peter's Peacocks. St. Peter's. Can they make a run like they did in the tournament? Go Doug Eddard. <laughs> That's a pick right there. They haven't been good for a long time. They got notoriety for their big run in the NCAA March Madness. And maybe they go on a run for Fry. And you can love on them. Wow. That's good stuff. And as much as I personally want to pick the Bonaventure Bonnies, I'm going to go a different route this year for, for multiple reasons. There's the theme of the four ladders. And we're going to continue that even for the losers. And this four letters goes like this, MVSU. That's going to be my lovable loser here for this pick, a team out of, yes, the same conference that Ryan Kelleher decided to pick from in the SWAC, a team that was 10-31 and 31 a season ago. They only picked up four SWAC wins last year. They are 4-25 and 25. Um, last year in the SWAC, and so that is uh, my reasoning uh, behind picking Mississippi Valley. And who's their biggest alumni, Will? Do you know? I don't know, but Robert Fry might. Robert, Ryan, you guys know? The greatest possible football player of all time, depending who you ask, but the greatest receiver of all time, and that is Jerry Rice. Oh, yes. Jerry Rice. I mean – Definitely the greatest receiver of all time. Absolutely. There's and no, it, there's really no debating that either. Yeah. There, Ryan I mean, had a, Alcorn State had another big one too with uh, Steve McNair. Not Jerry Rice, obviously, but still a hell of a quarterback nonetheless. Oh, yes. I mean, so funny. You said the greatest football player of all time. And yeah, you could like argue, because if you take, no, you you take can't quarterback say effectiveness, the greatest out of football it. player of all time without saying Brady. Like, oh, Brady, <laughs> Brady's the greatest quarterback, absolutely. But, no, he's just the greatest player. He has seven rings. It's so I'm not funny. arguing. Hey, I'm not arguing for Jerry Rice. I'm just saying people argue that. Well, no, he is. I mean, he's the greatest receiver of all time for sure, and definitely a top five player. But when you think about seven rings, sure. Like that's the cool thing. Like Mahomes can win as much as he wants, but he'll never be the GOAT because he lost to Brady head to head. And he's not going to get to seven. If he does, he still won't be Brady because he lost to Brady head to head. But I mean, Brady's a GOAT and he will always be. Right. And that's but, a conversation for another day. Okay. So now what do we do? I was just going to say, um, lovable loser-wise, my other pick was going to be uh, Princeton, <laughs> just because, you know, Ivy League's back. We're finally back to playing baseball, boys. It's been a shit show this whole time, and you drop seven wins and 33 losses. I, uh, my, my dad worked with uh, arguably their ace, his father. Uh, really? They have a kid named Jackson Emis on their team, who is a, uh, he's a uh, two-way player and a switch hitter. And he's a pitcher. That's so many things. Um. Yeah, it's crazy. He's very, very uh, diverse as a player. Yeah. Um, he's from the town next to me. There you um, go. In, of Hopedale, Massachusetts. Shout out the 508. Um, but he, he recently played uh, for the Hyannis Harbor Hawks this summer. There you go. Will, do you want to run through? Oh, actually, I'm the one that has the, the draft list. You guys want me to run through it again? Go ahead. Yeah, All right. Absolutely. All right. But the, I'm just going to run through everybody's picks. Will Connolly, Georgia Southern in the first round. Second round, Southern Illinois University, uh, Carbondale, the Slukies. Third round, UC Santa Barbara. Fourth, yeah, yeah. UNLV yeah, and yeah. the Rebels. And then in the fifth round, Tulane. And then Hoyle, and then lovable loser, Mississippi Valley State University. Bobby Data or Robert Fry. First round, the Yukon Huskies. Yeah. 
George Springer's alma mater. Second round, Wofford. I don't know anybody from Wofford personally. Zion Richardson, Quincy Hawk. Go. <laughs> Third round. That's right. Grand Canyon University has one of the most dynamic shortstops we've seen in a couple of years with Jacob Wilson. Round four, Louisiana Tech, another great pick. Terry Bradshaw, alma mater, and Phil Robertson, alma mater, teammates at the same time. Round five, VCU, and then lovable loser, the St. Peter's Peacocks. Before we go, Charlie, yeah, Ryan Kelleher had the best alumni by far, but you can go. with Which, with Alcorn? No, I'm just saying all his cumulative alum, if you take his five alums of his schools, they're better than all of our five alums like if you match he's got, five he's got alums, Steph Curry Steph Curry's yeah. a great one already that's what I'm saying he is <laughs> yeah, Steph Curry wins this he's got the greatest three-point shooter ever in NBA yeah. history greatest shooter ever but anyways okay what might say greatest point guard ever true Ryan okay Ryan's picks first round Texas State round two Charlotte 49ers round three San Diego State shout out to Tony Gwynn and Steven Strasburg Round four, Davidson. Shout out to Steph Curry, like we just said. Cal State Fullerton in the round five. Shout out to Justin Turner. And then lovable loser, Alcorn State. Shout out to Steve McNair. And then the reigning champion, hopefully back-to-back champion, Charlie. Campbell in the first round. Hey, Who's surprised Paul by that? Charlie has a point. What? With Texas State. You didn't mention the most oh, Paul Goldschmidt. Paul Goldschmidt. Paul Goldschmidt. Well, that and George Strait. Oh, I didn't know George Strait went All right, there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He had That's some George Strait bigger. That's a great George well, Strait's a better. No, uh, Paul Gucci was the MVP though. Yeah, but George Strait's like yeah, the, George Strait have an MVP. I don't think so. <laughs> George Strait. But no, I'm just saying Ryan Keller's alums were crazy. Yeah, those Curry, are those are wagons. Goldie, yeah. But go ahead, Charlie. Sorry. I'll go through mine then too. Campbell, your our boy is Zach Neto. I know Maggie's listening, so shout out to Zach. Round two, UCF, uh, arguably the best basketball player out of all of them, Taco Fall. Round three, San Diego. I don't know anybody that went there, so I can't. I don't have any for there. Uh, San Diego, Chase Mydraw. There you go. Round four, Wait, Southeast. What up? Uh, Chris Bryant went to. Oh USD. shit, he did. That's right, Chris Bryant. San oh Diego. yeah, just regular San Diego, Chris Bryant. Yeah. Way better so, than Chase Mydraw. I always think that's random that he went there. That's no shade at San Diego, but it just throws me off so much. I don't know why. Yeah. But it's just. Th- you think he would have been like a S- Chris Bryant screams SEC to me. Okay. Round four, SEMO. Shout out to Anthony Klein, my old teammate. And then round five, Alabama That's State. SEMO, shout out my, both my grandmother and grandfather alum. Shout out to the Fry Dynasty. That's the best alums. The Fry yeah. Dynasty lives on. Alabama State, round five. And then my lovable loser. Even though they're not really losers, because I, I will say in the spirit, they're not really losers in any way, shape, or form, but Lindenwood. And Lindenwood has some notable alumni, probably some of the more influential figures in baseball alumni. Most notably, Greg Amzinger of MLB Network, Lindenwood grad, former voice of the St. Louis Cardinals, also a Lindenwood grad, and Dan McLaughlin. So Ooh, they have tough. some. Big that's, tough. Time. that's tough right now, Will. That's a tough one. What do you mean? Given controversy with them. Oh, true. No, but, but still, you know, yes. 25 years with the Cardinals is the TV pull. play-by-play voice. Greg Gamzinger, also Bob Ramsey, the voice of the St. Bob Louis Ramsey, University, yeah. Billikens. So Linwood has some solid alumni, certainly a great uh, communications program. Absolutely. Some might say a powerhouse. Definitely. All right, gentlemen, what do we think? How, how What's the confidence level for everybody here today? I'm high, except I'm a little interested about two lame pick, but I'm high. If you're going to roll the dice, the fifth round's to do it anyways, though. Definitely. 
Uh, I rolled dice in the third round, and it's gonna pay off. I that could that's gonna be a make or break for you, I think. But I I like the logic. I I see the vision. I really liked my team. The only, the only thing I was I could kicking well, myself a little. I'm kicking myself a little bit for taking UCF in the second round, knowing that I could have waited for a while. But that's uh, okay. You could you could still be waiting. True. I think they're gonna be dogs this year. I think they're gonna be a wagon. We'll see. American stinks. That's the point, though. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. I'm a big fan of this. Uh, the alumni stuff too. That's pretty yeah. big. Keep throwing. Should that we story. do uh, another episode with book reports from uh <laughs> from each school? <laughs> like a quick, like a ten like powerpoints for each one. Yeah, like like why San Diego State has a 99 percent acceptance rate, and uh, Tony Gwynn went there, and some majors they offer yeah that's yeah yeah not only do they have these not only do we enjoy their non-power five baseball programs that aren't in the top 25 but they're also exceptional universities besides davidson we're, who's just we're enriching college. in the culture of our schools i would yeah. right. if, if you want to have me back on I'll, i would proudly do a book report on my schools and some fun facts I like yeah, it. I'll do fun facts. Well, you know what we'll do? You know what we'll Davidson's do? Davidson's not a university, though. Just a college, no grad programs, you know? But still. You know what we'll do, Ryan? We'll have, like, five-minute videos like we post on Instagram or Twitter or something like that. Like, like a rundown. We'll, we'll make PowerPoints, do it on Zoom, and <laughs> Bring it, bust them out. We'll share a screen. We can do that. <laughs> All right, boys. I think that's a wrap, though. All right. Well, I guess we wrap it up by saying thanks to Ryan Kelleher, Thanks to Robert Fry for, yes, for being Indeed. guests of the podcast. And for those that don't know, um, Robert Fry mentioned it at the beginning of the show, but he's going to, he really follows college baseball like hell. Like he really does. So um, if you guys want to get that advanced data, you got to go to him uh, for yeah. that. Give them both a follow. You got to give them both a follow that that's yeah. a, that's man. If you haven't done that yet. And when they said at the beginning of the show, that's, pretty messed semi, up semi unacceptable fake fans um, but, out there you know yeah but um midweek is gonna hopefully get to utilize young men like ryan Kelleher and robert fry as we progress and just so we know charlie bornoff is the reigning champ um so somebody wants to take him down there was um stuff on the line last year like getting a piece of merchandise for, yeah. for the for the team that you wanted we never gave that to charlie so if he wins i guess we'll get him two things of clothing this year. Cause I don't know how, how we'll, we'll sort that out um, yeah. off the air, but we appreciate all the young men and women and fathers and sons and brothers mothers and, and daughters and, and mothers and daughters, grandparents, grandfathers, aunts, yes. uncles, yeah, especially Robert Fry's grandparents who went to Texas state. Yes. Southeast. I thought. Sorry. Sima. Southeast. Go Hawks, baby. I got excited for my, for my team and all the alumni. Yes. And every human being, um, you you stick to you stick to George Strait, Ryan. I'll take the fries all day and night. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you, people. We'll go leave it at that. And uh, next week we'll have another midweek podcast. So I hope you like, rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll talk to you next week. I put in work and watch my status escalate. Now I'ma start collecting props, connecting plots, networking like a comp.